0: Welcome to the audio podcast of Morning Psalms and Prayers from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota, a weekday devotional time in the Psalms. Good morning. It is Friday, July 24th. It is time for Morning Psalms and Prayer, whatever time that may be for you. Uh, It could be six o'clock right away when this uh, releases, or it could be wherever you are in the world. But it is time for Morning Psalms and Prayer, and we will begin with a Prayer for Illumination by Hughes Oliphant Old. Let us pray. Blessed Lord, great God, Lord of all, God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, whose Spirit spoke through the wise men of Israel, pour out on us that same Holy Spirit as we read the pages they wrote. Unfold to us your word and give us light. Impart to us understanding, simple as we are. O Lord on high, grant us the wisdom that is from on high. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, we are finishing up Psalm 34. We read uh, verses 1 through 10 from Psalm 34 yesterday, and today we'll be reading verse 11 through 22. Hear the word of the Lord. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is there who desires life and love many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. And those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. All right. So as we finish up chapter 34, we're going to look at verses 15 through 18 specifically. You know, when I when I look at the Psalms as as we're going through them here, I'm just reminded that I, I'm not really a poetry person. Shoot, I'm not even. I'm not even really a fiction person. I like to read, uh, but generally I read nonfiction. Um, I'm a very big fan of a lot of C.S. Lewis's work, like The Chronicles of Narnia, or *Till We Have Faces is actually one of my favorite uh, fiction books, but I'm just not a big fiction guy. And so a lot of times some of these nuances of, of writing, and particularly poetry, really escapes me, and I have to slow down. appreciate them i am so about when i'm reading about zipping through it and so this has been really good for me taking the time to look at some things and the reason i bring this up is verses 15 and 16 the eyes of the lord are toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry the face of the lord is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth notice uh the contrast here notice that the poetic language is being used the eyes of the lord are toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry so that's what happens towards the righteous but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Notice the difference there. There's a contrast there. Um, God is going to hear their cry. He's going to see what they're doing. But the face of the Lord is against those. In other words, he's coming against them. And, and you know, that language, we don't really say uh, turn your face towards someone. But, but remember the, the most common benediction is, is the ironic blessing blessing. Uh, from deuteronomy may the lord bless you and keep you may make his face to shine upon you right and so that's kind of the idea here that that this is not language that we use but scripturally speaking uh we hear that a lot so the, the goodness of the lord is not going towards those who do evil so he sees the righteous he hears the righteous but his blessing does not go towards the evil in fact it cuts he cuts off the memory of them from the earth in other words there is judgment there is punishment. Uh, and so that's important for us to understand here and again, this language uh, really helps us to, to understand the emotion that's going on here, right? God is towards and, and paying attention, seeing and listening the righteous, but really now his face is against them. So what what what's the benefit then of of being righteous? Well, it's having God, Essentially, hearing you and seeing you, and we see in verses 17 and 18 also this: uh, what the benefit is when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears. See, notice his ears were toward their cry, and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. So that's so important for us to understand: God does actually hear when the righteous cry for help, and who are the righteous ones? those that he has saved by his mercy and grace, those that he has has given righteousness to in Jesus Christ. So that's us. He hears our cries for help. He delivers us out of all our troubles. And so we need to specifically remember here, verse 18, that the Lord is near the brokenhearted. He saves the crushed spirit. He doesn't go looking for people to destroy. In fact, he looks for those who feel destroyed, and he builds them up, right? This is so important for us to understand. God comes to those who are broken. When you're broken, that's where you need to go because you can know that his eyes and his ears are towards you. You can trust that when, when you're crushed in your spirit, when when you hear God's law and you acknowledge that you are a sinner and you're crushed, you can have confidence that God is near to you, that Actually, you can have confidence that his Holy Spirit is at work in you, because if God's Holy Spirit wasn't at work in you, how would you feel conviction of sin? That's the primary job of the Holy Spirit, or one of the primary jobs of the Holy Spirit, to convict us of sin and unbelief. And so when we're brokenhearted, we can have confidence that that God saves us, even though we're crushed in spirit. Why? Because he loves his people. He has his eyes and his ears towards us. He blesses us. He hears when we cry for help, and he delivers us out of our trouble. And so May we not be afraid to be brokenhearted because we have a God who when we, when we feel convicted of our sin, we have a God who comes to us and comforts us with the gospel. And so may that be our comfort. May we remember that we have a God whose face isn't against us, but is toward us in blessing because we have been ultimately blessed greater than we can imagine in the person and work of Jesus Christ. So let's trust in that work for us today, knowing that it is for our good and his glory. Let us go to prayer. Loving God, we praise you because your eyes are towards us and your ears hear our cries. We know that because of what the Lord Jesus has done for us, your face is not against us and so we confidently bring our prayers to you today knowing that you hear us and you deliver your people out of all their troubles. Today we pray that you would convict us of our sin and unbelief. We know that we have not loved you with our whole heart and we have not loved our neighbor as ourselves. Help us to know where we have failed and give us a greater desire to serve you in holiness. Give us a great confidence that even though we sin every day, your grace still abounds to us. Not because of anything that we have done, but because of what Jesus has done for us in his life, death, resurrection, and ascension. Help us to know the peace that passes all understanding and trust in the gospel as we live in your world. We know you do this for your people because you are the God who is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. And so as we step out into the world today, may your word and spirit go out with us. May we trust that you are at work in us through these means to sanctify us and to conform us to the image of Christ. Bless our day and may we bring all glory to you. It's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Have yourself a very good Friday and a great weekend. Take care. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast feed so you don't miss an episode. If you would like more information on our congregation, you can find it at edgertonfrc.org. You can also watch the videos of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel.